We are in, as my dad would say, the quote, home stretch of the year. We've only got a few months left of 2021, which is just crazy. But today I wanna to share three simple steps that you can do to effectively make progress towards your goals during the busiest time of the year. We want to get that clarity back and refocus because you and I both know just how crazy the holiday and Christmas season can be and how hard it can be to finish the year without losing momentum towards our goals. It seems like when the last couple months of the year come, the tendency is to either A, throw in the towel with the realization that there's just so much extra going on. I'm just going to have to call it quits and pick back up after the holidays to refocus and get back on track. Um, hashtag survival mode. <laughs> or B, you can rally up the momentum, laser focus, and seize every opportunity for growth and progress despite the extra full calendar. This is the time of year where middle ground is harder to come by because most find themselves either in vacation mode or hustle mode. Well, what is the right approach and how can we respond with purposeful productivity so that we can make the rest of the year the best of our year? Let's process through that for a few minutes today. Welcome back to the Nourishing Mompreneur Podcast, where we get encouraged and empowered as we pursue our greatest potential within the walls of our home. Hey mama, my name is Michelle High, and I'm so thankful you're here. Do you feel like your life is good, but something in you feels unfulfilled? Do you feel stuck in the trenches of motherhood, exhausted and working so hard, but feeling like you're getting nowhere? Do you have big dreams you hold in your heart, but you've been living small? Are you motivated for more, but don't have the clarity or the courage to do anything about it? Do you want to discover God's best and see if it's really possible to be an excellent wife, an intentional mother, and be successful in business, all for the glory of God? As a wife of 16 years, a homeschooling mama of five, and an entrepreneur, I know exactly how you feel, every bit of it. I truly believe that the most important work you will ever do is within the walls of your home and that there is purpose in every season. If you are a fellow business-minded mama with a heart for home and a love for Jesus, let's process this journey and grow together. Hey girl, so a few years back, we had a guest speaker come to our church. I can't even remember his name, but he was like a big dude. I think he was some ex-football player or something, something like that, but he was super passionate and motivational, a little bit more of like a motivational speaker type type service it was. And the thing I remember about him was that he kept re repeating this phrase over and over. He was saying, let's make the rest of our year the best of our year. He was so powerful and convincing the way he said it. And I felt pumped up leaving like, yeah, let's do this. You know, I was in a really busy season. And so I was like, yeah, I'll take that. I'll, I like that mantra. I like that affirmation. I'm claiming that. But seriously, why, why not? Like, why not believe and pursue the idea that we can make the rest of the year the best of our year? I'm down for that because I'm always down for growth and pursuing my greatest potential in every area of life as I seek to honor God above all else. I know you care about that too, or you wouldn't be listening right now. Maybe you're looking at the calendar and you're already feeling the overwhelm creep in. I got to be honest with you. Just this morning, I woke up. Actually, I'll, let's go back to yesterday for a second. Um, I've been single momming it for like six days. My husband's been out of town and it was the craziest thing. Like literally at the exact same time that like I knew his flight was landing because he got delayed and all that. 
I started like shutting down. I started feeling unbelievably exhausted. I guess I just didn't realize how much I had been carrying, doing all the things and just kind of keeping everybody good, the house afloat, all of that while he was gone. So I just started physically crashing. And the more tired I got as the day went on and I came home and we were back together again, I just was completely depleted and exhausted. But I also felt so overwhelmed. I started getting really anxious and like, oh my gosh, like I have so much to do. And it was just kind of all this came rushing in together as I was looking at the week and all that I had to do and how tired I was. I knew I was like, I just need a good night's sleep. So I went to bed. I don't know if you guys have ever relating to what I'm saying, but if you just feel exhausted and overwhelmed at the same time, because there's just so much to do, but you're like, I got nothing right now. I just need to go to bed. So I went to bed last night, got up this morning, and um, I'm so thankful. The Lord woke me up early. I went and I got on my knees and I just sat there and I, I started to pray and I started to want to talk to him and just take all of these things, all the things I had to do, my thoughts, whatever, worries, cares, and just start laying it at his feet. And I just felt him like, no, just, just, just stop. You don't have to, to pray and to, to work for my presence. Just rest in me. Just rest. And so it was one of those things. I'm like, I looked at the clock. I'm like, all right, I got about 30 minutes. I hit my knees. I'm like, all right, Lord, let's talk through this. I really need your strength for the day. I need clarity. I've got a whole lot of stuff to do. But it was like, no, like just sit with me. And I pulled out the Bible and I shut my mouth and I just let his word his words wash over my mind, which was exactly what I needed. You know, sometimes we just need perspective. Sometimes we just need to shut our mouths and get in his word and let his words wash over our hearts and our minds. Because in that moment, I read words of love. I read words of peace and of joy and literally all of my worries, my fears, feelings, just the feeling of overwhelm that was creeping in, any anxiousness, it just melted away. Complete peace flooded my heart. So that was not, that is not part of today's conversation, but I want to be real with you and just tell you about that because that was me this morning. When you look at the calendar and you look at life and maybe you're tired, that doesn't help but maybe your emotions are getting the best of you or you're just looking at the full calendar and all that there is, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. It's easy to feel anxious. And I'm telling you, like, it is good to spend time with the Lord and to get on our knees and to lay it all before him and to to cast all of our cares on him and to go through all these things. But sometimes it's good to just shut your mouth, to sit and be still and just to listen and let his words wash over your heart and your mind. Today it brought me to Psalm 23, and it says, he offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. And I love that so much. So I just want to speak to you if you are already feeling overwhelmed and you're like, yes, yes, that's me. It's not even the holiday season yet. Christmas hasn't even started. I haven't even begun to Christmas shop or, or start doing all of the things, but I'm already feeling overwhelmed. Their anxiousness is already creeping in. Hey, listen, it happens at times. It happens to the best of us. It happens to any of us. But I just want to encourage you like straight up, up front. The answer is found in him. Rest in his luxurious love. Get on your knees before him. And remember, you don't have to strive for his presence. You just surrender to it. So keep that the posture of your heart. And I'll just always keep reminding you of that. 
So if you really want to push to the finish line of the year and the things that matter most, if you want to really dial in your intention so that your productivity is purposeful for the end of the year, then let's talk. Take a deep breath as we turn the page of November. I'll share with you three steps to effectively making progress towards your goals during the busiest time of the year. So the first point I want to make, number one, is to know your season. Before you can set out with any good intention, you need complete clarity on what you're going for. That looks different for everyone and for every season. Throw out your expectations that hustling harder is the answer to making progress and really get back to first things first. This is the time to pull out your New Year's goals, you know, that list of dreams and desires that you put together as you partner with God at the beginning of the year to refresh your memory and refocus. What has God already spoken to you? Try to remember. What matters is that you are doing what you are called to do in this season. For example, I've shared this so many times before, but the last few months of 2020 were crazy for me. I was juggling three businesses in the midst of everything else, and how I finished 2020 was in direct response to the goals I had set for the year. I picked up the pace to cross the finish line strong, and the action I took aligned with my goals for the year. There was grace for it. I had the peace and the permission to move forward in the way that I was, and I wasn't outside of God's will for my life. I I was able to show up in the capacity that I was because I felt his grace and his blessing on that. And I don't know how it all worked out, but somehow it did. And I had some incredible vacations and family times in the midst of all the work and all the doing. But December was a month of just all the things for me. It always is anyways. I mean, honestly, guys, for me, December is crazy because there's not just the everyday life. Like we have this this year. I'll just talk about this year. (laughs) I've got two kids' birthdays in December, our anniversary. I've got two weddings we're a part of, um, holidays, activities so many things, you guys, you know, you know. So this is the time where anybody, and I'm not exempt from this at all, can feel like, oh my goodness, this is overwhelming, which is why this conversation is so important to talk about right now, because we need to know how we're going to show up as we finish the year, if we really want to finish in a beautiful, awesome way. Now, when 2020 rolled around, let's go back to that. I put a screeching halt on my life to really seek the Lord and what he had for me for the new year. My definition of what success looks like for this year and the goals that I had looked completely different than last year. Listen, as a believer, you first have to understand that this life, this journey, this process you are on is not all about you. It's about giving God your yes and walking in obedience to what he has called you to. It's about seeking his face to understand his heart. You need his perspective, even when you don't have all the answers. You want your desires to be his desire so that you can walk in peace and in his perfect will for your life. So no matter what time of year it is, whenever you sit down to reevaluate your goals or intentions, know that this is a straight up business meeting with the God of the universe. This is a time to ask him about everything and lay out all your plans before him. There is nothing wrong with planning and dreaming and setting goals. I personally, I love plans. I love making plans. But at the end of the day, you've got to know deep down that although you make your plans, it is the Lord that ordains every step. 
At the end of the day, you want to do what he wants you to do so that you can become who he wants you to become. And this looks like surrender. So I want to be up front and say that this is not the time to sit down, to grit your teeth, to muster up the courage, to do what you want or what you think is best. You don't have to quote like mind over matter your way to the new year. This is the time to get out your plans, your goals that hopefully you prayerfully put together with the Lord at the beginning of the year. And if not, no worries because he's fully present with you now and he'll reveal his best for your life. You can certainly brainstorm with him, with the Holy Spirit, wherever you're at right at this moment. But this is the time to get out your plans and lay them at the feet of Jesus and just ask him about everything. What is it going to look like to finish the year successfully in his eyes? Ask the Lord, God, what does success look like to you at this time? There is a time and a season for everything under the sun and you need to know your season because there is grace for your race and for this very time in your life. I want to read to you real quick Ecclesiastes 3. I love this because it just brings to light the point that there is a time and a season. So I'll just read it. It says, for everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And then it says, yet God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart. I don't know why, but that stands out to me so much. Just the last part that says he planted eternity in the human heart. God has given us a desire and a deep, deep internal knowledge that there is more than this life. Yes, we go through seasons and we do this and we do that. There's a time for this and a time for that. But he has planted eternity in our hearts, deep down within. And we just have to remember that there is an eternal perspective and that there's a bigger picture. And I think that in light of your season, just remember that God is above it all and that there is an eternal perspective at the end of the day. It's not that Christmas season, it's not Christmas that determines how you show up, but it's the season that God has you in that makes the difference and should direct your steps. So for me, my definition of success and my goals for this year looked so different from 2020. So much seemed simple, so many intangibles, so much had to do with not the doing, but the being who I was to become and the posture of my heart. Even though my flesh still wrestles with this often, uh, wanting to get back to the work that the old me would have deemed more worthy, if that makes sense, I'd rather put my hand to the plow and do the hard and the holy inner work that is ultimate and necessary. The work that I'm called to and that is transforming me from the inside out. 
I have clarity on the time and season that God has me. And therefore that is going to dictate how I respond to the busiest time of the year being this holiday season that's upon us. How I focus and put in the work is going to look different than it did last year because I'm in a different season. And as I've partnered with the Lord, my dreams and desires are different. So all of this to say that number one, I just want to say, know your season. Be honest about where you're at so that you know how to show up in a way that can honor God, not in a way that you think is best. This is going to make the rest of your year amazing. I'm not going to say it's going to be easy because it's not. It's definitely not. Life is not easy. It's always work. There's always struggle. There's often um, uncomfortableness. That's not even a word. But anyways, it's uncomfortable. But there is a place. There is peace and joy and fulfillment and knowing that you're in God's will. And that's what we're after. We're after his heart. This is also the time to begin praying about what 2022 is going to look like. Begin asking God for vision, direction a word for the new year, begin pursuing his heart for the future as you reflect and refocus for the end of the year. All right, and point number two, I've already been talking about this, but the second step to purposeful productivity is to get out your list of goals and intentions and remember your why. Remember what God has already spoken to you. Let his dreams be your dreams again. Let his desires be your desires again. As people, we forget so quickly, so often we forget what God has spoken and the distractions and the struggles of life completely derail us from our goals. Now is the time to laser focus and stay faithful. If you know your season, the word and vision for this year, and have prayerfully put together your goals and intentions, get back to that. Keep doing the good that you're already doing. Press on. Stay faithful and simply keep going with the clarity that has already come. Here's the thing though. In order to just stay faithful, know that it's going to actually take an extra measure of focus because this time of year is so, so distracting. There are so many things that are going to work against you moving forward. It's it's just reality. Your calendar is going to be extra full. You're probably going to eat more junk and get less sleep, which depletes your energy and can hurt your attitude. That happened to me last night. (laughs) You're going to be tempted with new opportunities or ideas. You might be flooded with doubt as you see on social media, all the things that everyone else is doing. This doesn't even consider the unexpected things that happen. You know, when the kids get sick or someone you love is hurting or going through a hard time and your heart just feels spread thin or you're trying to wrap up some dang Christmas presents at 1 a.m. in the morning, whatever it is, like there is just so much to juggle. But listen. Stay focused so that you can stay faithful. If anything, this is the time to tighten up the reins. Be prepared to set boundaries and shut out the noise so that you can move forward with complete confidence, knowing that you're honoring God with each step. Your journey is your journey. So stay in your lane because there are many more opportunities these next couple of months and things that want to pull you in different directions or trip you up. So just stay in your lane, stay focused because there's grace for your race. I already said that, but I just love the truth of that statement. This is the time of year where middle ground is harder to come by because most find themselves in either vacation mode or hustle mode. And I want to tell you to put yourself in faithful mode. You can feel satisfaction in staying faithful to your process. 
Stay faithful because I believe faithfulness leads to fruitfulness. And I want you to sit down at the end of the year and look back with a full heart, seeing that by the grace of God, your life produced some beautiful fruit this year, some beautiful progress. In Ecclesiastes, right after that passage I just read, it says, And people should eat and drink and enjoy the fruits of their labor, for these are gifts from God. So work hard and enjoy your fruit. So the third point, the third thing I want to mention, the third step in moving the needle for the last bit of the year is to choose one thing to focus on. When you pulled out your New Year's resolutions or your list of intentions, you might have felt discouraged. There's probably a handful of things that you've simply not done or even scratched the surface. That's okay. Don't freak out and feel like you've got to do all the things to make up for lost time and make the changes now that you failed to pursue before. Listen, just pick one thing to focus on and go after it. Ask yourself, at the end of the year, when I look back at 2021, at the goals and the intentions and the desires that I had, what is the one thing that would make me feel accomplished that I could work on now? What is the one goal that is most meaningful to me? Better yet, God. God, what is the area that you want me to hone in on as I finish the year? If you're an overachiever or a go-getter, your tendency will be to be unreasonable in your expectations and probably bite off more than you can chew. This leads to disappointment and feelings of failure. So don't don't do that. (laughs) Just don't. Be reasonable. Set yourself up for success by simply picking one thing or one specific area to work on right now. This is where you can take some massive action and gain some traction. If you feel really ambitious or one thing isn't necessarily glaring at you, another thing you can do is to simply pull out your, quote, nourishing and necessary list. This is just a name that I have. It's a a simple way for us to stay organized. It's just the name of the way, the method, the list that I have that time blocks my life to have a smooth daily rhythm and workflow. So. Backing up for a second, if you want some new strategies for time management, especially as you enter into a really busy season, a really busy month, couple months to the end of the year, or as you prepare for the new year, um, and you don't, maybe you just don't know what I'm talking about and you're curious, go back to episode 34. It's all about meaningful time management strategies that are going to help you not only get organized and productive, but also do what matters most. In that episode, I break down some awesome strategies to help you get all the things done with fulfillment and peace. So it's a great place to start. Um, I talk about that nourishing and necessary list, just where we do the things that are fulfilling and nourishing to our souls, but we're also getting the things done that are necessary. We're productive, but purposeful. So another way to refocus and move the needle in the different areas of your life and with the things that matter most is to look at your daily workflow and consider one thing from maybe each category to focus your attention on. So for example, when I look at my list, my daily workflow, my time block, when I look at my morning time block, I ask myself, what is one thing I can focus on during this space of time? What is priority or what do I need to tighten up the reins? For me, I looked at my morning schedule and I went ahead and scheduled some times to get to the gym because um, <laughs> mama's been slacking big time. But when I look at my homeschool work block, I consider if all else fails, like what is the one thing that is non-negotiable for me to focus on with my kids? I'll consider 
the time that I have set aside for household chores and management, and also the time that I have for work. With work, ask yourself, like, is it time to start something new? Is it time to seize or take advantage of this opportunity? Is it time to wrap some things up for the year? Like, what should I be working most on? Then you can go look at your dinner family time, look at your evening routine. Just look at each space of time and all the different areas of your life. Evaluate your precious, precious time and your intentions that you already have during that space and kind of narrow it down to one thing that you want to fix your attention on. The one thing that's going to push the needle forward towards getting the things done and becoming the person that you desire to be. We want to show up as more than our best selves. We want to reflect Jesus in all that we do. So prayerfully consider everything with the Lord so that the work of your hands actually makes sense to God, that he would give his stamp of approval and blessing so that you can walk in his favor. Listen, friend, I I know you have plans, but don't forget that God has plans. God has dreams for you. This life isn't all about you. So surrender to that eternal purpose, that eternal Um, vision to that process. Keep your heart posture in a place of surrender, but do get focused and stay faithful. I know that you might be tired. I know there's so many things that didn't go as planned this year, so much that you didn't get done. Maybe you're just completely over 2021 and ready to start the new year in hopes for a better year. I want to spark some hope that it's not too late to cultivate a sweet ending to the year and even embrace the idea that you can make the rest of the year the best of the year. Pull out that list when your heart first dreamed of what 2021 would be like and remember your why and be honest with your season. As you get fresh clarity, refocus and simply stay faithful. Despite the hustle and bustle of the holidays, let this be a fulfilling time and a faithful season where you press on with the things that you know to do. And also choose one thing, one, one thing (laughs) to actively pursue as you finish the year strong. One thing that's going to be most meaningful when you look back because you won't be the same as you were before. I have faith in you and I'm rooting for you. And as you guys know, because I completely laid it out today, like I'm right there with you. But I also want to remind you how obsessively in love your heavenly father is with you. He sees you right where you're at and he's holding all of your worries and cares and problems in the palm of his hand. Gotta believe that. There's a bigger picture and there's a God that's above it all. So lay down and just receive and rest in his luxurious love as you steady your heart for the last few months of the year. And I just thank you for listening. I'm so thankful to be with you on this journey. I'm honored um, that you take the time to just connect with me on this podcast. And I just want to bless you before you go. And I don't know, like, I don't even, I, I just feel led to pray Psalm 23 over you today. This is what I was reading this morning and maybe I'll just read it. I don't know. We'll just see how it goes, but I'll just read it over you. And I just ask you to pause what you're doing. Maybe just close your eyes and just receive from the Lord. Let his words wash over you. Let this be the prayer of your heart. It goes like this. Yahweh is my best friend and my shepherd. 
I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace near the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me the right path and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me for you already have. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely for you are near. You become my delicious feast even when my enemies dare to fight. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my cup overflows. So why would I fear the future? Only goodness and tender love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. Thank you, God, for your words of truth, Lord. Thank you so much for your goodness to us. Lord, I pray that you would give us the strength to trust you, to believe you, and to just know deep down that you are good. Wash our minds with your love, God. Bring peace to our hearts. And I just pray abundant blessing and a fresh anointing over the mom listening today that you would just give her the clarity and the courage she needs to stay faithful to you, to bring glory to you as she finishes the year strong, Lord. Guide and direct her every step. We love you, God, and we thank you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey, before you go, two quick things. Number one, head over to nourishingmichelle.com and grab your free gift. It is beautiful, encouraging, and it's just an awesome way to refocus right now and in preparation for the new year. If you're wanting some more tangible encouragement this season, um, check out the free checklist. It's 10 tips to finding fulfillment while balancing motherhood and business. And I know this is a time where it is all hands on deck with motherhood and business and all the things as you wrap up the year. Um, be sure to listen to the corresponding podcast episodes. You'll get all the encouragement, the biblical perspective, practical strategies for pursuing your greatest potential within the walls of your home. And I just want nothing more than you to reach your full potential in the Lord and find success in knowing Jesus. So anyways, awesome, practical, helpful tips. Go grab your free gift. Okay, second thing I want to mention real quick is if you haven't had a chance yet, would you be so kind to scroll to the bottom of the podcast and leave me a written review? If anything on this show, if you've listened once or twice or three times, you are my girl and I truly appreciate you taking the time to listen, but it would mean so much if you would thank me for giving you my time to share on this platform and just leave a written review. Anything that the Lord has spoken to your heart, anything you're enjoying, any encouragement you found, I would love for you to share that. And this simply helps me reach more people. That's it. And it's just the best way, like I said, just to say thanks. And it means so much to me. So thank you so much for doing that. Hey, and even better, uh, share this with your friends. If you are enjoying this podcast, this is really for any mom, any mom that's busy and that loves the Lord and is just really pursuing more in her life like this is for them and so share this with somebody you know take a picture share it on social whatever that looks like that would mean so much to me so we can lock arms together on this crazy amazing journey hey mama real quick before you run off and do all the things 
If you found value in today's conversation, it would mean the world to me if you left a review and subscribed to my podcast. I know you know how precious time is. The biggest thank you you can give me for taking the time to share on this podcast is to leave a written review. This helps me on my mission to encourage and empower others who are pursuing their greatest potential from home. So head over to iTunes, scroll down to the bottom of the Nourishing Mompreneur podcast to rate and leave a super quick review to let me know what spoke to your heart. And if you're feeling a little extra today, take a screenshot of today's episode and tag me on social. I value your time so much and appreciate you connecting with me. Find me at nourishingmichelle.com forward slash connect. 